Hey everybody and welcome back to another episode of Mainstream Boy. I'm your host Jonathan and today I'm joined by none other than our pal Spencer to talk about our first new release film of Spooktober. This week we take a trip down to the Bronx in New York City as three young friends team up to protect their town from gentrification and the infestation of vampires. Will this preteen vampire flick tickle our fancy or will it end up being a real pain in the neck? So, uh, because you've been complaining about me asking the same question, I thought that I would come up with a different question. Okay. I'm all ears. Okay. Uh, my question was to you, Spencer. By the way, welcome back to Mainstream Boy. I'm glad you could join us for episode 12. Yeah, happy to be here, John. Great. <laughs> me too. <laughs> um, <laughs> <sighs> so excited. It's almost like it reminds me of doing year in film. Oh, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no one knows what that means, though. No, literally no, nobody no, knows what that means. Not a single but human being. You and but I. But... Yeah. Well, most jokes <laughs> I feel like revolve around a similar kind of idea with you and I. Um, but anyway, I thought about this in the car today as I was kind of reciting my uh, mainstream boy intro because uh, I do that. It's like that makes you know, me really you... nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Just like, um, are there people like are you like at like a stoplight? And like the yeah, and I'm just you. like, hey guys, mainstream boy, and then my all my windows are down, and yeah, I have like a microphone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. I almost got in an accident today. Um, That's how you do your intros every week. Yeah, I do it in my <laughs> car in to traffic. Work. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyways, I was gonna ask you, you know, a pretty pretty simple question, but you know. If you didn't get into the film industry, Spencer, uh, what would have been your fallback uh, career? What the fuck? Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just thought of it. Like, I, I don't know what Spencer would have done, but you know, I, I didn't. I wanted to ask you something other than like, "Hey, what's your favorite toothpaste?" You know what I mean? True. I mean, you. Yeah, you, that's kind of your go-to question. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I always thought, I mean, speaking of YouTube, I mean, we oh. were making YouTube videos in like kind of like the rise of YouTube and we got, I think, up to uh, 1,100 subscribers at, at max. We got, we got pretty high. Yeah, it wasn't bad. <laughs> and at the time, that was like, damn, doing pretty good. This is like 2012, 2000, wait, no. No, no, no. This was like 2013, 2013. Yeah, this is yeah, 2013. Yeah, going into 2014, correct? Uh, and I don't know if we if we had stuck to that, I think we could be making well, some uh, money full time just talking about movies. I mean, ideally, that's like my dream job is just being paid to talk about movies because I can mm. do that all day and I can make my own hours and I literally get paid just to sit and watch movies that either I love or even if I hate. I mean, like, you know, some of these mainstream boy episodes <laughs> would be nice if we got a little compensated for some of these movies. But it's not, no, you, know, no, no, other no. Times, you just get to hang out with me every happy single week and not get paid for it. Yeah. Um, no, um, I, I've heard you, I've heard yeah, you I say that before. I didn't know sure. if there was like, like if you're like, oh, I would have been like a cop or something. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, no. Um, I feel like that still revolves around the same like career path. Like it's very similar um but yeah I'll it's still revolving answer. around movies if, it, if yeah. movies like was not in the question uh mm, 
culinary arts. I, I really, do that's enjoy, funny, dude. I do that, enjoy cooking. Yeah, that, uh, that would have yeah. been mine too. I was literally gonna making say some that, dishes, like, and then also I combines like, like filmmaking too, because you want to obviously film and uh, photograph the food in like the most presentable way. Well, and if you're doing it by yourself, you're gonna have to take on the whole video stuff. So yeah, you know, I could. Could be a cool I little could see business. You as like a like a little like, like a younger guy Fieri, you know. You yeah, just, you kind of become chef like the spokesperson. <sighs> Anyways, guys, welcome back to Mainstream Boy. Uh, I'm Jonathan. I am Mainstream Boy. Uh, you know, and it's an extension of the Those Movie Dudes podcast. We get together, Spencer and I, every uh, Sunday evening, and we talk about uh, the new mainstream release, uh, new release movies. Normally, we'd want this podcast to be talking about new release movies that come out in theaters, but then again, we are living during a uh, worldwide pandemic that's going to kill off pretty much an eighth of the entire population. So uh, instead, we're watching movies on Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, you know, IMDb TV, Quibi, stuff like that. Uh, we get we get some Orville Redenbachers, we pop it in the microwave, we get a big jug of Mountain Dew and uh, some snow caps. we sit down on the couch. And we watch movies like Enola Holmes and, you know, Greyhound with Tom Hanks, stuff like that. But this week, Spencer. <laughs> sounds horrible. It sounds so <laughs> terrible. Oh, my God. It sounds like the worst time. Doesn't this sound like the literal worst experience of your life? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what yeah. we do on a weekly basis. And we're here to tell you if these movies are worth watching. But this week we did uh, cover one film. Spencer watched it literally like an hour ago uh, because I feel like it's not important to him. But for it, me, it, yeah, it finished about twenty five <laughs> minutes ago. Yeah, great. That's kind of how I finished up Nate's movie. Or not. But Nate's you also movie, said like you needed to wait week. until like nine p.m. anyway, so I li- I waited to the last possible minutes. Like, oh, if I start this now, it'll go over at nine. So that's what I did. You know what? I I I look at it as like this was a priority, so you wanted it to be fresh in your head for the podcast. So. Thank you, Spencer. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to thank you for that. You can live in a false reality. I'm okay with that. Most of my life I have. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, uh, this week we talked about, uh, we're going to talk about <laughs> Vampires vs. the Bronx. Yeah, I haven't heard of it either, but it's on Netflix, just came out on Netflix. It follows a group of young friends who fight to save their neighborhood from gentrification, which I don't know what that word means, but it was in the description and I like saying it. And an invading force of vampires trying to set up shop in the Bronx. Uh, has an 88% critical rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Only eight reviews, though. So, basically, nobody who reviews movies thought it necessary to watch the film. Uh, but it has a 58% audience rating. So, maybe it's more of an audience pleaser. I'm not quite sure. Directed all by... the critics are probably busy with all the other new release movies that just came out this weekend. Probably. It is Spooktober, by the way. Happy Spooktober, everybody. The um, joke is there's no new f- release movies, so I don't know why everyone just took a pass on this. <laughs> oh, I figured they, maybe they were watching like some uh, TIFF screeners or something. Nothing else got released. I mean, yeah, no. actually, that's probably true. But Because you know. I know some of those have come out, um, but obviously we don't have access because we're, we're not a big enough audience. Um, tell your friends. Anyways, directed by Osmany Rodriguez, also goes by Oz according to imdb but i don't think we i don't feel like we know him personally enough to call him oz um but he uh it's <laughs> so stupid um did a lot of work on saturday night live he directed a bunch of uh kind of uh comedy shorts from 2012 to 2020 and he directed one episode of shrill with ad bryant on hulu spencer you seen shrill no never heard of it well ad bryant was also on saturday night live so 
Who? You know, I thought you might find that important, but <laughs> I'm just I'm trying to fill the runtime here, dude. Stars Jaden, basically a lot of child actors that I'd never heard of, but uh, Jaden Michael, who plays Miguel, uh, he was an extra in Patterson Spencer. Really? I worked with another extra from Patterson. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know yeah. shit, dude. Yeah. Do you know what scene he was in? Because this kid was on the bus. Oh my god, are you serious? Because I think this, yes. the, other, the kid that I worked with was also on the bus. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, to be fair, I feel like there's not very many scenes that need extras, but that was like the scene of Patterson. I don't, I don't know. Um, he also yeah, voiced uh, Baby Jaguar and Sammy the Sloth in Dora Explore the TV series, and was in two episodes of Blue Bloods with Tom Selleck. <laughs> this is when I tune out, so just keep going, because when you want to Dude. start talking about the movie, that's when I come back to the discussion. No, we'll get there. We'll, we'll get All there. Right, yeah. um, keep talking about you know Dora the Explorer and who was the voice cast of episode like 27. <laughs> so. All right. Anyways, yeah, the other the other two, basically, there's three dudes in this movie, three 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 little uh, preteens that are in the film. But you know, they they it's basically their first mainstream film. Um, it also has Sarah Gadam from Eleven Twenty Two Sixty Three, and Zoe Zaldana is in like two seconds of this film. So that was Zoe pretty... Zaldana, wasn't it? I was like, she, that looks yeah, yeah, so yeah. much like Zoe Zaldana. But why was she I in just... this movie? First of all, fucking like I don't what? know. Maybe she was. I don't know. I feel like maybe I feel like she was supposed to be in more of the film, and then they just cut her out of the movie. I was like, maybe that's that's crazy because I'm like, yeah, when I watched that opening scene, I was like, yeah, that looks so much like Zoe Saldana, but there's no way she's in this. Like, those are my exact thoughts, and then I paused it and looked it up. I'm like, that that was her. Okay, but yeah, so Vampires vs. the Bronx, definitely a movie that came out of fucking nowhere. But uh, what what were your initial thoughts on the film? I'd like to hear what uh, what you thought about Vampires vs. the Bronx, Spencer. Um, yeah, so I, I don't know what I was expecting with this movie. Just, I had, I just knew that it had come out to, uh, it had come on Netflix. It was a new release movie. It looked kind of fun. It looked kind of like Attack the Block. I don't know if you've seen that movie. It's like a British film with, uh, I'm John not, Boyega. No. Like actually launched. Oh, John, John Boyega. Hmm. Boyega's year, uh, career. Uh, yeah, no, but it's, it's actually a really fun movie. It's like this, like them from like the, like the hood and they uh like aliens invade their neighborhood and they have to like fight them so it's kind of like a fun little uh mm. romp as you would say Sounds but fun. Uh, this one is kind of like vampires in the bronx obviously uh and it's cliche you can predict every single thing that's going to come uh every single joke like honestly you can see it coming from a mile away but it's still like it's it's a fun movie and it's it's very light like it it's, it doesn't take itself too seriously um and it's got some really bad effects i don't know if you noticed the flying scenes when they're um when they yeah, were chasing yeah, them yeah, at yeah. night oh my yeah, god not great <laughs> so, i've like, seen worse but like for 2020 come on yeah netflix, that's you, i know saying, netflix like, has fucking money like come on yeah <laughs> it, it <laughs> took me right out of the movie but it's it's a fun that, movie I thought it was fun, too. It reminded me a lot of... Uh, well, not a lot, but it just kind of reminded me of uh, Scout's Guide for the zombie apocalypse. Just because it's like a group of oh, young yeah, teens. Yeah. Okay. And they're going after some sort of malevolent force. In this case, vampires. In that film, it would have been zombies. But that film was so much more fun because it took it, it didn't take itself seriously. It was R-rated. It was just like balls to the wall crazy. This one is like a PG Disney movie about vampires where these kids like uh are it's I wouldn't go to Disney. I mean it's definitely but compared PG to 13, that, but it could have been like, R. Yeah, but 
If yeah. You, it was, I mean, the casting. I mean, they were 12, 13 years old. I mean, yeah. How old were they? 14? No, they, they were super 12. young. Like, they, they, well, the girls that they were talking to were like, oh my gosh, she's 16. Like, we're going to go to a party with her. So they were like, so they must have been like probably. 14. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't really make an R rated movie with the uh, preteens and stuff. I mean, I guess you can, and they did it with Good Boys, but. I was just going to say, what about Jacob Tremley and Good Boys? Yeah, that's an exception. This, like, also, when this movie, um, uh, started the Universal logo played. So is this Did a it? Universal movie? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, like I the whole Universal that. logo played. I was like, what the fuck? That's kind of interesting. I thought it, I thought it was a Netflix movie, but uh, I might have been getting a beer at the time that the that was playing. But uh, so maybe they know. just like sold this to Netflix. Um, I feel like that's the case know. with a lot of movies these days, man. Where they they were supposed to be with different studios, and then you know you kind of have to stream them nowadays. So we'll just bail ourselves out, sell it to Netflix for a couple mil, call it good. But I think that's a perfect move because if we had gone out and like you know paid thirteen, fourteen dollars a ticket to go see this in theaters, I would have been extremely underwhelmed. I think this is a perfect like sit at home streaming type movie uh, because it's it's mindless, and you've seen these movies done so many times before and honestly you've seen them done better like i've said attack the block and even scout's guide uh versus the apocalypse or scout's what is it scout's guide uh, and the apocalypse scout's guide for the zombie apocalypse yes sure uh so it's interesting so you got aliens zombies and vampires all with like a coming of age little like subplot thrown in with you in there so yeah for me i think uh I think the film was just bogged down a little bit for me personally because I'm a 25-year-old watching a movie about vampires and, you know, pre-scenes fighting, fighting vampires trying to save the Bronx. You got to appreciate the camaraderie between these characters, like the three kids, and then also kind of like, at, especially at the end when pretty much everybody in the Bronx just comes together and they all have like some random wooden weapon to fight the vampires. That was fun. I mean, there was kind of some fun scenes in there. Um, but I think it really genuinely was a missed opportunity by not making this like a crazy balls to the wall, um, R rated, just blood fest or something like that. If you're going to have vampires, just go crazy with it. Like, I don't see why not. You know what I mean? But yeah. they, they ended up just going pretty tame, kind of just bland. Uh, Sarah Gaddon plays kind of the, um, the nice, the nice white girl that moves into the town. And then of course she turns into the the evil vampire that's like 700 years old like expected very predictable uh but i'm not gonna say it wasn't enjoyable like i did i did enjoy myself during the film for the most part yeah i mean and it's also it's 86 minutes an hour and 26 minutes it did go it's by quick pretty one. fast yeah it's, yeah it's a quick watch uh and i loved uh the three leads were good for child performances i thought that they were pretty good i mean yeah not exceptional, but I think that they definitely are going to get cast in some other some other work down the line because yeah they they're pretty good and I hadn't seen them in anything before like you said I mean he was an extra in a movie so and he was the leading basically this, so they've been in fucking nothing. he did a good job <laughs> and whoever played Tony the the guy who owned like the uh, the stop shop I liked his interaction his interactions with the kids I thought that that it was really genuine and I liked that they all watched Blade and thought like that's how they could take on the vampires that was fun by doing what yep. Blade did. But yeah, I mean, it's it's nothing exceptional. It's kind of like a fun little late night movie that you could watch with some friends. But I mean, it's we're in a there were some fun so scenes in there too, there, so. like especially with like how, you know how vampires don't have souls and stuff, and they they can't be seen on camera. They did yeah, some cool things with uh, how they had the video of when they went and found the nest, and then they show the video to people, and you can't, can't be see invited anything inside and, either. Yeah, 
Yeah, they they definitely like played off that stuff well. Although I think that the characters just figure that shit out too quickly. Like they just randomly knew everything there was to know about vampires without doing like hardly yeah, like, any research. Like I said, it's an hour and twenty six minutes. They gotta go, go, go. They gotta get going. Yeah, with exactly. the plot and set everything up. Yeah, I think it definitely works for what it is. It's just, uh, yeah, I, <laughs> there's not much else to say. This is again, it's it's mainstream boy. We don't have a lot to choose from, but this is what we got this week and. uh I think if you have a little bit of time on your hands, just kind of sit down and grab a beer and watch a little film about vampires, just kind of kick off your spooktober. It's not a bad time. I I think it's uh, pretty enjoyable. So It is trending in the top 10 of Netflix. It's number eight. So Wow. You could, uh, still behind you know. Enola Holmes, though, if you want to check out. Oh, yeah. Episode. I believe that's like yeah. still in like the top three or something. It's... Wow. Enola that's Holmes. In, that's unreal. Yeah. And then there's Ratchet with Sarah Paulson, which is a TV no. show. Uh, no, 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 no. What? I refuse no? to watch that. Why? Sarah Paulson's great. It's a prequel to One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. No shit. I see it. Now I want to watch it. And it's Ratchet. You, you didn't make that connection? No, I don't know. Oh, okay. Mainstream boy over here. I don't know. Yeah, so what, what would be your uh, your final thoughts on Vampires vs. the Bronx? Kind of a weird, bland title, by the way, in my opinion. Kind of boring. It is. Um, okay, so I'm on Letterboxd right now, and it's got a 2.9 out of 5. I'm mm. right in between like a 2.5 to a 3, because it's like, I did enjoy it. Does it get to fresh, or does it go to the 2.5? Because even though, like, I get so hung up on that sometimes, because like, it's rotten or it's fresh. I, yeah, I think of that that's the, kind too, of the like, middle literally. ground there. Yeah, um... Because that's the thing. It's like I did enjoy it, but I don't think it's that like well made of a movie. It's it's fun. It it did its job, but it's not a movie that I'm really going to remember. It's not a movie that I'm going to tell like so many people that I know to go see or to watch. It's just like if you want to watch it late at night, it's it's fun and maybe you'll be enjoy uh, you'll enjoy it. But yeah, I'm gonna go two and a half out of five. Respectable. I I think yeah. we're pretty much in the same uh, same realm here. But for me. I think that it was just a missed opportunity for me. I think the uh, the performances were good. It was it was a pretty well crafted film. It was just a lot of missed opportunities. This could have been a lot more fun. It could have been crazy. Uh, a movie about vampires. Just why not just go crazy with it and make it really exciting and fun? In the end, it was just kind of bland, kind of just one note. And uh, in the end, I I did enjoy myself, but. It's not something that I'm going to remember, and I'm definitely not going to recommend this to anybody. I'll just tell them to watch Scout's Guide instead. Or uh, What We Do in the Shadows, if you want to watch a vampire movie. I think that's definitely the one to check out. So I will give this a 2 out of 5. Not great. Yeah. But okay. What We Do in the Shadows is definitely the vampire movie to watch if you haven't seen it. I'm actually surprised. I didn't know that. I want to rewatch that, dude. Have you I have seen, seen it? it, but it was like in like 20. It's like when you saw it, you were like, watch this. And I was like, okay. And then I watched it. Oh, something. okay. Yeah, no, that's a funny so, movie. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, uh, yeah, that's going to do it for Mainstream Boy this week, guys. Uh, next week, we have three films. Spencer, I can't remember what they are. I think finally we're going to get some content worth talking about coming up in the next couple of weeks. Next week, we, I mean, we kind of have some movies we could talk about, but they could be very just mediocre. They could just be kind of like movies like this one where it's just, it's, I it's see where fine. you're going with you this. Watch I know it. where you're going with this. You know where I'm going with this? Yeah, because yeah, I, I think do. next Monday we should put out a review and honestly a spoiler review of just The Haunting of Bly Manor. 
the the new Mike Flanagan show. The what sequel. day does it come out? Because right day, today is this the Friday, 5th? October 9th. So okay, so I got the weekend to watch it. Uh, okay, yeah. so if you do it two a day, eight, eight episodes. Oh, eight I'll episodes watch like four a day, dude. Yeah, plus yeah, the thing it's like if you do two a day from Friday through Monday, or yeah, Friday until Monday until we record the episode. Bam, you got it all done. So yeah, so if if you guys are, are uh, you know fans of uh, Haunting on Hill House, I you know I would highly recommend listening to the podcast. Uh, Next Monday it'll be a little something different, but in the in the realm of Spooktober. So I I'm excited for that. I think that sounds fun. Uh, there were some movies I did kind of have a little bit of interest in, but I'm definitely way more interested in uh in that. So that's gonna be for Mainstream Boy guys. Uh, I'm Jonathan Spencer. Anything else you want to plug to do with uh, any of our other segments? Well, yes. I mean, it is Spooktober. We're talking about some spooky films all month long. We're going to be talking about, uh, well, for one, Vampires vs. the Bronx. That's kind of a spooky little movie for Mainstream Boy. Um, yeah. Uh, but this week, we're going to be talking about uh, Sleepy Hollow, The Fun House, and I think The Tale of Two Sisters. Uh, they're all movies that are streaming, so you can go check them out if you haven't seen them. But there's some horror movies, and uh, a new episode will come out this Saturday, October 10th, uh, on the Those Movie Dudes podcast feed. So check out the main show, where we talk about three acclaimed movies that we've never seen before. And all month long, horror movies. Spooktober. Scary. Very scary. Well, anyways, guys, thanks for listening. I'm Mainster Boy. That's going to do it for me. Wear a mask, stay the fuck inside, and uh, most of all... Thanks for listening to Mainstream Boy. Make sure to head over to our Instagram and follow us if you haven't already. We're trying to get to 500 followers by the end of 2020, so if you enjoy the show, spread the word. Next week, we have one hell of a lineup, and stay tuned for a bonus episode later this month where Spencer and I will dive into four Blumhouse new release films. Stay safe, everyone, and wash your fucking hands. We'll be right back.